If you're looking for the most amazing podcast ever, well, this isn't it. You're listening to The Average Fellas Podcast, guaranteed to let you down and leave you unsatisfied. Welcome to another episode of the Average Fellas Podcast. Oh man, I, I'm i going to be honest with you guys, this is the second time trying to do the intro because I had a, you know, I lost my train of thought the last time I tried to record this. So hopefully this time we get through it, guys. Uh, once again, this is the Average Fellas Podcast. I'm your host, Zodi Zach. Today is August 10th, 2020. It's a beautiful Monday morning here in Riverside, California. Whew. A lot of information to talk about today. Um, I just want to talk about some highlights from last episode real quick, guys. Uh, last week we had our guests on, our friends on from Alaska. We had uh, Murph and Mary, two of the sourdoughs, local sourdoughs from Alaska. If you didn't catch last episode, last episode, uh, we learned what a sourdough is. A sourdough is somebody who's basically a seasoned person that moved to Alaska and they spent some time there. Um, they're not from Alaska originally. They weren't born there, but they transitioned to Alaska and spent some time there. So they're called sourdoughs. Pretty cool thing. Um, yeah. So if you get a chance, listen to last ep- last week's episode. Um, we got into women's rights and feminism in Alaska super good episode um man i just wish them the best of luck so excited to have them on it was a good time so yeah if you guys have a chance to go take a look at that uh let me talk about some numbers really fast just um last week we had uh last week's episode we had 38 uh listens to on that episode in the first week 38 in one week that was a good job, guys. Appreciate all the listens to you guys out there. Um, the podcast has upwards of 230 individual listens. So thank you guys for all your hard work listening to me talk. Um, I really appreciate it, man. This is awesome to have this opportunity to have people listen. Um, thank you so much. Once again, uh, this is the Average Fails Podcast. Um, you guys know where to catch us at. You guys know where all the platforms we're on, our YouTube channel and all that stuff. Check us out on our Instagram and our Twitter. Uh, yeah. Or if you have any questions, comments, don't forget to email me. You can sh- shoot me an email, um, averagefellas at gmail.com. So, yeah, a lot of information to get through. Um, what happened this weekend? Uh, this weekend, I went to San Juan Capistrano. Went to a lovely little place there uh, called, I think called A Little Piece of Cake or something. I think that's the name of the, the cafe I went to. And I had uh, had some lunch there really quick. Uh, it was good, really good spot. Beautiful area to be in. Uh, then uh, my wife and I, we we came home after that. Uh, but yeah, that was how my weekend went. I hope all your guys' weekend turned out to be good. Anyways, that's enough about me. Uh, that's enough about the show. 
let's let's get into it. I have a special guest here today. Uh, it's a longtime friend of mine, a local uh, local boy from the two oh nine from uh, Los Banos uh, that I sort of kind of met doing these similar we're interested in creative things we're very both we're both creative people um and so naturally we obviously would hang out or come you know we would run across each other's paths because of the friends that we had and the creativity that we wanted to express and um so without any further ado i give you the wonderful voice actor youtube personality and um friend and follower in the faith uh riley chase fox (laughs) how you doing my guy (laughs) i'm doing really good man thank you for having me on the podcast i really appreciate it Woo, man that took a lot to get to where we're at right now man i'm so glad we got through that bit (laughs) that was um uh 15 minutes and 35 seconds in no i'm just kidding (laughs) oh man (laughs) Hey, actually, this is the no, fastest I've actually done it, to be honest with you, because there was an episode where it took 15 minutes to get through it. <laughs> oh, I believe it, man. I watch podcasts. <laughs> oh, man. But there's nothing. I mean, it's a like, podcasting is fun, though. You know, once you get going, it is. you can't stop talking. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you can't. You can't, especially if you're. Uh... I mean, yeah, I mean, if you're with like minded people or people that challenge the way that you think uh, can definitely lead into a really interesting um conversation and before you know it you're like five hours deep right and you're like whoa where did the time go so yeah i know i know exactly what you mean right um uh, I'm, hopefully I, i'm not trying to keep you for five hours i'm sure you have more important things to do than you know to be a guest on on this new fledgling podcast so <laughs> oh no, no no i made sure i sacrificed time no i'm just kidding if i say it like that it sounds bad no i put aside time don't worry zach i'm all here for you dude oh man thank you i really appreciate it man awesome. <laughs> you're welcome hey so man what's t- what's going on man what's new what's happening with with oh. riley chase fox should i re- refer to you as your youtube personality or yeah i mean you you can so so the reason why i chose to go with um Riley Chase. Well, you can call me Ronnie. That's totally fine, dude. I mean, we've known each other for so many years. You know me as Ronnie. Yeah. Uh, the reason why uh, I go by Riley Chase Fox is that that's a stage name. Um, and also, too, uh, because since I'm going into voice acting professionally, um, there is, uh, you know, there could be other people out there that are professionally working as as actors or vac- voice actors that go by Ronnie Donaldson too. Right. So it's kind of like a legal, like patented name kind of issue. Um, and surprisingly, um, I'm I'm very thankful because um, my name really stands out. It really catches people's attention. It's catchy. It's nice. It's smooth. It's clean. Um, and a lot of um, the people that, you know, I'm training under or I work with or um, friends and voice actors, they all say, dude, keep that name. It's solid, man. It, it, it's a really professional name. And um, I was able to go and, and get it uh, um, purchased off of GoDaddy. So uh, now I can have the RileyChaseFox.com. Um, when I want to, Uh, yeah. And then, uh, gotta get it patented through Sacramento. So I got to send all of that info in. So it's, uh, it's, it's a long process, but I think I explained a little too much in detail of why you can call me Ronnie, but, uh, I'm sorry. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, 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 it's totally fine. So whenever I'm I'm credited, I'll be credited as as Riley Chase Fox. Man, that's that's awesome. Well, see, there's some insights to YouTube voice acting that you know I never thought I never thought about. I mean, I use I'm trying to go as my my video game handle, which is Zodi Zach, which I didn't necessarily think about the repercussions of that because you know, um, no, I I don't really want to say it, but I guess I'll open the box, but. Zodiac, you know, the whole entire thing about that guy and then that being involved, him being involved with some illegal activities. And then I'm like, I'm not really naming myself. I was a kid when I came up with the name. It just kind of stuck. So, but, you know, that's part of the podcast thing. You know, we talk about video games. So I just figured I'd go with my video game handle. So you can call me Zach, Zodi, Zach, Zodi, whatever, which one ever works. That's just kind of how I've gone by. Um, Anyways, but yeah, that's kind of how I came up with my name. Enough about me. Anyways, voice acting, YouTubing. Um, hey, so what, why, when did you start this like voice acting kind of, you know, is it voice acting that you started with that turned into YouTube or maybe vice versa? I uh, know you got it right the first time. So it turned into voice acting leading into YouTube. So um, how it, it kind of, uh, it started back when I was 18 so that was about 2012 i want to say um and uh kind of like my whole life i kind of suffered with identity so like i didn't know who i was who i wanted Mm -hmm. to be um and uh it was june of 2012 um i had gone out to an interview at internet in and out in a um in uh, the the town that you lived in uh, at the time, uh, Santanella, and I met up with our mutual friend John, um, and uh, Jason was there as well, our, our other mutual friend, and um, <clears throat> he was like, "Hey man, like, uh, what are you doing like later today?" And I was like, oh, "I'm doing nothing." He's like, "Hey man, like, uh, why don't you come to my Bible study?" So um, the reason why I'm, I'm talking about like, you know, Bible study and stuff like that is, is leading into the voice acting thing. Um, and, uh, I went there. Um, I really liked it. I felt good. I felt really, really good about myself. Um, and there's a certain type of joy that, that only Jesus can give absolutely 100%. So leading all into that, um, I, I was really into like, um, cartoons, animation growing up my whole life, loved Disney movies, loved cartoons. Um, and then that led into something called anime, which is a Japanese like, uh, style of animation, uh, which became really popular in the, in the United States. And I had watched a show called fairy tale and I was really intrigued with the voice actors. And I started looking into that a little bit more. And I was just like, dude, like I, like, I, I really want to do this. And, um, that was like the first time in my life that I felt like I could actually, um, I was serious about something and I really, really wanted to do it. Um, so I started proclaiming it a lot. I started praying, fasting, saying, you know, God, this is what I really, really want to do. I want to pursue this. I want to, um, I want to get into this type of field of work. And um, that was the first thing in my life I ever took really, really seriously. Um, And then I started looking up stuff on YouTube, saw what people were kind of doing. They were doing something called an abridged series. 
So what they would do is they would take like a like a show and they would make a parody out of it. Um, and there was two really dominant abridged series at that time, and that was number one. It was Yu-Gi-Oh! Abridge with uh, Little Karibo. Um, and then there was Dragon Ball Z Abridge, which was done by Team Four Star. So I, first I, and foremost... I'm, rec- I'm familiar with that one for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're, they, they brought a whole new level to it. They they really made it professional it wasn't like amateur like it was animated properly it was edited properly like there was scripts they followed a storyline um they actually like created characters um that were already created and it was something that had never been done before and it was awesome um so started kind of doing that with the show that made me want to become a voice actor fairy tale um and then um I kind of like started searching online for like voice acting websites and that led me to a website called behindthevoiceactors.com and there was um, this section in that website and it was called Casting Call where you could create your own projects, run an audition, people would submit their auditions on there, you'd get casted in these projects. Well, I started doing that, um, started getting casted and stuff, started like really getting my name out there and then I was like, you know what, man, like um, this is going really good. And I met a friend and her name's Serenity. Um, and she started making YouTube videos. Well, her videos were blowing up. She was getting like first, like hundreds of views, then thousands then hundreds of thousands. Then she was getting millions of views on her, on her videos and they were comic dubs. So you would take these comics and you would, you would dub over them. You put in sound effects, music, and that started, yeah, that started getting really popular. And then I started doing it with her and then I started getting bigger and then I started doing it on my YouTube channel and that started getting me bigger. So I was like, dude, like I'm actually good at this. Like I'm actually, there's, there's raw talent, but I, my mistake was I did that for so long that I didn't pursue, um, the things that I needed to be pursuing um, while simultaneously doing YouTube, and that was taking professional voice acting classes. Um, What I've done in the past four months has accumulated years worth of works and and i wish i would have done it earlier but i'm actually kind of thankful that i waited and started pursuing it now because my maturity um has grown so much my spiritual maturity has grown um and i feel like i can actually handle this situation a lot better than i would have if i was younger um and i felt like i would have hurt myself um pursuing this career at a young age than um pursuing it now so that's the kind of shortened version of how i kind of started getting into this and i'm still doing youtube videos um the only the only thing is is that when you're pursuing voice acting professionally um and you're doing abridged work or you're doing um fan dubs um, what that is seen as in the professional world is seen as unprofessional and it's actually disrespectful towards the Japanese culture um, because what ends up happening is that you're showing them, hey, look, we're taking your work and we're making it better and right. we're making it look better. So that to them is shown like that's like they're sometimes this is people's life work and that's like their baby when they work on something their whole life like that becomes very important to them and when someone presents it in a way that they did not picture it or they did not think of it 
that to them is incredibly disrespectful and incredibly um, wrong. So um, even though I think it's amazing and I think there's very talented people out there that do it, um, if you're not trying to be professional, go ahead, do it. But if you are trying to do it professionally um, in the voice acting sense, you're probably not going to want to go in that direction. Um, but um, Was that like something that you had to discover? It was something that I had to discover, and it, and it hurt my ch channel tremendously wow. because what I was doing, you know, was was really um, getting myself out there. But um, I wanted to pursue this professionally, so I, I, I found other ways to implement voice acting because I'm a creative person, right? Um, and still wanting to be loyal and true to my fan base that that helped me get there, but. Um, I've explained it, you know, like if I wanted to grow as an actor um, and to pursue this professionally, I had to move on from those things. You had to um, grow from that yeah. experience, develop, you know, there's something, a roadblock in the way there, you know, look at it, analyze it, you know. Then after that, like readjust your trajectory and just get past it. Cause I feel like a lot of people do that. They hit the roadblock in their creativity and that first option, like for me, it's like that. Sorry. I'm, I don't, you're just inspiring me as a creative person. You know, as soon as you hit that first little bit of resistance, creatively, creatively, you're like, Oh, this isn't all the signs are saying, do not pursue this now, you know? Um, but it seems like you're just taking a risk and you doubled down on yourself, despite the fact that, you know, you discovered that what you were doing wasn't, you know, maybe your intentions weren't necessarily, they weren't for evil, but like what you were doing wasn't necessarily helping the community, you know? Um, but then you figured it out, you know, then you readjusted and continue professionally to pursue it. Right. Yes. Anyways. Yeah. yeah. Hey, um, I hate to interrupt and just stop you real quick, but, um, uh, what's what's your goal with your channel and like with voice acting because i seen like i kind of seen you start with it right and then i've seen like you really start adding more content for the the actual community not just like not just you voice acting but trying to be someone who offers um not just advice but you go get somebody who has valuable knowledge and you know you know in the industry so i mean like what's what's that look like for you yeah, so um, thank you for actually bringing that up because that was important to me and that was something that I battled with. Um, and I was like, I, I, I love voice acting. Like, number one, I love this. This is this is where my heart is. This is what I love, love doing. So um, there, there's only so far motivation can get you, but when you have a purpose, you know, nothing stops that. Um, so, um, the goal is to be professional voice actor. That's always been the main goal. Now, how does my YouTube channel tie into that? So because of all the information that I'm getting and I'm receiving, I feel that the knowledge that I have, I can distribute it to other people. Now, first and foremost, I want to be a voice actor. I don't want to be a teacher. I don't want to be an educator. Um, I don't want to be a professional interviewer. I want to be a professional voice actor. That is what I want to do. Um, and it's kind of funny because my dad actually mentioned something to me yesterday. He's like, you know, why don't you try being a motivational speaker? And and I kind of – it shouldn't have upsetted me, but it did. And I was like, why am I going to waste my time doing something that I don't want to do 
and that's taking away from my time from actually pursuing something that I really want to do. Right. But um, the Holy Spirit being um, as gentle and um, respectful as they are reminded me there needs to be a balance because too much of one thing is bad. Um, and uh, if I spend all of my time just voice acting, voice acting, voice acting, and ignoring all of the other aspects of my life, that's bad. And it's also ignoring the blessings that I have been given. It's ignoring that blessing that I can give to other people. And I know that there is a voice acting community out there that, that love voice acting, that want to get into it, that are that – are, um, they don't know where to go. They don't know what to do. They don't know who to speak to. Right. And it's a lot easier than it needs to be. And we live in a world where there's so much information given to us. Right. YouTube, Spotify, podcasts, um, books, um, the internet. We we have an advantage that people 10 years ago, 20 years ago did not have. Right. So I'm willing to put that information out there because – I want to be an influence in this industry, in this field of work. And um, it's uh, important to me because um, my targeted audience is people that are um, – that love anime, that uh, want to be voice actors. And it's great because um, once I was able to double down on that, that's when I was okay, like – this is who my target audience is. This is who I'm trying to reach. So the goal has always been to me to um, get noticed um, and to be a professional voice actor. So the goal has always been the same, is to become professional voice actor. Does that make right. sense? Yeah, it makes perfect sense. And like you said, it just feels like you would be really missing out on an opportunity to share the knowledge that you sort you've gained from being in the industry and like that's sort of kind of like how you've chosen to pursue the channel is what i'm kind of getting from that like the channel isn't necessarily just about your it is about voice acting and it's obviously helps you get recognized like this is the work that you're doing but you also said that you you know want to support the community so this is your way of doing it of like distilling the knowledge that you've gained is that what i'm hearing yes yeah okay I mean, yeah i wouldn't say i, I mean stealing sounds distilling. <laughs> harsh but not stealing i'm sorry distilling what that's meant. what i'm saying i'm sorry or, or yeah uh <laughs> I distributing distributing is a better word yeah um, um no i really appreciate that because that's the th kind of thought that i have behind my podcast is that hopefully i can incorporate uh, different guests from different pl different places and, you know the, the name average fella is kind of is supposed to be all-encompassing of just like and anybody can be on the show really that's what it's about and um and it just kind of it you know i know it kind of plays more just to more towards the male <laughs> the, the male gender yeah. with average fellas but uh, but really that my original idea was i just want anybody's to be able to be on the show I'm not saying that you're anybody but like i i don't want there to be a sort of gatekeeping to the approach of how or the opinions that i want to have on my show you know i want anybody to be on the show and sort of share that experience with us so we can hear it you know receive it and sort of make it an informed decision based upon this, the, the conversation that we have, you know? Um, so I hope it's, I hope it's plays out in some way, sort of like your channel, you know, like you want to support the community in a way. And that's kind of what I want to do. I want to support the podcast community by at least hosting some sort of free thought, 
experiment, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, no, definitely. Anyways, um, back to back to the, the subject of voice acting. Um, who's a voice acting hero of yours? I know this is a question I didn't I didn't pitch by you before, but you know, since we're on the topic, who's a voice acting hero? Gosh, so many come to mind. Um, to me, I always um, tried to balance out um, the work of a person, of an individual, and also their character um, as a person. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah no, that makes sense. So um, I guess when um, I'll, I'll distribute it in two different ways. So when it comes to talent, um, there's people like Todd Hobbercorn. Uh, he's one. Jeremy Lee, um, Tony Oliver, David Vincent, um, Vic Mignogna. All of these people have incredible talent that I've always respected and admired. Um, and their work ethic, um, to me, has always been really, really awesome. Um, but I tend to really catch the attention um, of who you are as a person, too. Um, says a lot to me. So... Um, for one like a really good um person that i look up to who's um i mentioned already is is shermy lee and she's one of the hardest working actors um that i um have researched and i have friends that are in the industry who are friends with her and they all say the same exact thing and uh she's a she's just a genuinely gentle loving compassionate person and she wants to help people she wants to um you know we all battle with our demons that's for sure i'm not saying that she's um perfect um because we all aren't but um she really tries to um bring the light on on really bad times especially with what's going on right now um and uh to me that that's a voice acting hero that i look up to awesome um, yeah so that's one i got i got a lot i got no, a lot no, zach yeah, but yeah. i don't no, want to no, 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 no. yeah, yeah i don't want to like no, um uh, i just never i don't yeah. know i don't necessarily know anything about the voice acted community except for some of the experiences i've shared with you and our mutual uh friend john so the funny thing about the intro of this of this podcast um if you've ever listened to it it's there's a voice part where it says uh um if you're looking for the best podcast ever well this isn't it you know um it's funny is that that's actually john doing some of his earliest work um of voice acting <laughs> he did it for me like yeah. three years ago yeah and yeah. um i just saved the file and then like when we started to launch think about relaunching the podcast or trying to actually launch it I dug up the file and I was like, well, I got an intro. So I'm <laughs> just, yeah, there, the you intro. Go. there it is. So, uh, shout yeah. out to him. Um, if he's still doing it, definitely, um, you know, that's the boy right there. Yeah. Um, before I forget, um, I want to make sure that I put this out there. Uh, Tony Oliver is someone that I respect very, very much because he is a, a professional coach and he was actually my first um, uh, voice acting teacher. And this is a person that is working in the industry. They've been in the industry longer than I've been alive. Wow. And they know the ins and outs. They know everybody. And they are they have a God-given talent to be a director um, and a coach and a teacher. So he is someone I respect very, very much. He's an awesome guy. He's a great guy. Every time uh, him and I talk, I'm always inspired to um, learn more, educate myself more 
um, and to be a better voice actor and and has really taught me the the little things that play a huge part in being a voice actor because sometimes people got to understand that acting comes first you have to act you have to know how to act you have to learn how to bring out emotions yeah and um that's number one but there's other little things that play in, into a part mic technique studio etiquette the way you treat people the way you talk to people um learning how to cold read um uh, taking direction so that that and that's something that that Steve Bloom, who is if you know voice acting, you know Steve Bloom, and he is a, a phenomenally talented actor, voice actor. He is so respected. He holds the Guinness World Record for um, uh, most voices wow. um, in video games. Yeah, most credited roles. So um, he's another one that that is distributing his talents to teach and educate. So those are people that I respect and 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 admire so much. So I just wanted to make sure I said those names. No, that's great. No, I'm well. Now I have names to go YouTube and like Google now. So I'm I'm glad you're yeah. providing these names because you know I w- I wish people would like name drop more so that way I can you know experience more of the community, experience more of like what you, what fascinates you about this subject or who are the fascinating like artists of the subject. So that's kind of you know it's now I know where to go. Now I know where to look. Um, yeah, and you could check out Tony Oliver. Um, uh, obviously, Tony Oliver voiceactor.com um but he uh is involved with adventures in voice acting so if anybody wants to be a voice actor check out adventures in voice acting.com that is um the the company that he works with they work with bing zoom studio in uh, burbank california and they do virtual coaching they do coaching in class but unfortunately right now um they can't do it at the studio so they do everything online and then with steve bloom you can check him out with bloomvoxstudios.com again that's bloomvoxstudios.com awesome man awesome Awesome. Hey, I want to transition towards more of like the content creator sort of side of your brain, if that makes any sense. (laughs) Yeah, no, definitely. Um, So as a content creator, uh, I guess this kind of like leans into like vulnerable, like, I guess a vulnerable thought, you know, like... I, I th- the question like are you an analytics guy like do you look at the response of like the content yep. that you post yep. online yes you absolutely have to wow okay cool because like this absolutely. is this, i was wondering i'm a little okay let me let me kind of explain my my situation here i'm a little i have a little bit of anxiety around it so mm-hmm. i wonder if that's a shared thought that maybe you have like as far as like being ahead a little anxiety yes, around is. your analytics yes it is yes it absolutely is Okay. Okay. Cool. So, um, I guess coming from that perspective, perspective, uh, could you explain to us like why you're, what is analyst, like, what does that like look like to you? How do you sort of engage with that and take that as a content creator? How does that reflect your work? Like looking at the results, um, I guess based on. Yeah. 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 So number one, analytics are important because that lets you know what you're doing good in but it also lets you know what you're doing bad in. Um, So for example, um, with YouTube, the analytics will show me um, things like, you know, who's watching my videos, where they're watching it, how old they are. um, Are they male or are they female? How long are they staying watching my videos? Where do they sign off? You know, it it lets me know all those numbers. Um, And 
it's a thing that nobody likes to do, but something someone has to do. You have to understand the numbers because it's very important if you want to be successful. So me, I've always tried to balance out my audience um, with it, you know, males and females. But whoever's watching my videos, I'm just thankful that they're even watching it. Right. I don't, you know, it, it the, the fact that people will sit and take time out of their day because um, – me, time is very valuable for me. Um, I don't want to waste it um, because um, it's very precious. And, and the fact that people take time out of their days, whether it's seconds, minutes, or even hours, um, the fact that they're doing that to watch my content means the world to me. So I don't ever want to undermine that. But analytics, you know, it, to me, I've took it in a, in a grain of salt um, and tried to look at it in a humbling way rather than um, in a, in a uncomfortable kind of way. Um, and that stems from the anxiety um, because this ties back into what I said earlier with, you know, I, I had to change my content and I had to do something that I was able to legally put post um, something that wasn't going to get demonetized, something that wasn't going to be um, flagged, something that I was able to put out and I was proud of. Um, and it, it, it definitely hit in my viewers. But to me, I loved what I was putting out. So to me, it was like whether it was 10 views, 100 views or a million views, um, I was just thankful to get any kind of views. Yeah. Um, and and I'll, I'll repeatedly keep saying that I'm thankful that anybody watches it, whether it's one, then that lets me know that I did something. You know, right. if one person watches, obviously we want more people to watch it. I'm, 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 I'm not going to lie there. You know, I want people to watch my videos. Yeah. Um, I would, I would like for them to be high numbers, but you know, if one watches, then that's awesome. Yeah. No, I, I totally get it. Cause like there's at, at some point it's like, you know, you, you work on something and then you put it out and you look at the response and then you want to be like, okay, how do I get better at this? But at the same time, you don't want to obsess over it and be like, oh my God, you know, my life is over or something, anything like that, you know? So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but maybe, but you know, this is a thing that is constant. This is kind of a part of the running gimmick of the podcast. So it's, it's just like, I want to talk and I just, I want people to hear me. And that's kind of why I kind of pursue, pursued this hobby of being a podcast person, you know? So there's a little bit of that in involved in any bit of art, I think. And I think to not admit that is like to be not a real artist, you know what I'm saying? Not a real creative person, you know, to be like, I want people to see it. You know, I want people to have a reaction, whether they like it or not. I would, but I mean, obviously I, I want them to have a good reaction to it, but, um, anyways, no, that's, I guess that's, that goes along with being just a content creator. You know, you just want to, it's just a part of being in that group of people that want to, you know, show something to other people, I guess, you know? Um, yeah. It's, uh, it, it's gotta be you. There's two types of people. Um, one, the first type of person takes that as a hit and gets discouraged. The second person takes that as a hit and is motivated. Right. So to me, it's like, if I'm, reading a script and I might not understand like, you know, the way my character's feeling or, um, the emotion behind the setting or the way my character feels about this character or the way that my character views that other character or views a certain type of, um, uh, opinion. Um, I'm like, why don't I understand this? And, and I know it sounds really, really weird, but I'll sit there and all, 
redo it. But now there's times where you have to be careful because you always want to give an authentic reading. Um, and sometimes people look into the script a little too hard and it doesn't sound real. It doesn't sound authentic when they actually record the line. Right. So to me, it's like, I don't want to leave. I don't like my brain is just, um, structured and wired to where if I leave something and I didn't understand it or I didn't get it, it bugs me. It bugs me so much that I'm like, no, I can't leave. I can't sleep. I can't finish until I get this done. Right. So that ties into the whole analytics. Where am I doing wrong? I got to get better at it. Right. No. And that's, I'm glad that you share that opinion because it's like, I feel like I kind of feel like that a little bit, you know, there's, I look at every past episode and I, you know, I try to at least listen to a one, a one time through and try to see where I can do better at, you know, and you know, the, originally the, the launch of the episode, you kind of like you start and it was like a 15, 20 minute intro. And then now it's, I think I got it down to like four minutes today. So that was pretty good. You know, it's trial and error. Yeah, exactly. There you go. <laughs> um, anyways, uh, what what is what has been like your biggest achievement as a content creator man uh so for me speaking on behalf of myself i think my biggest achievement uh so far is um it's been god i know it sounds so cheesy dude it sounds super super cheesy um, but uh, reaching, uh, 70,000 subscribers, I think that's, um, that's been a, a biggest achievement for actually, no, ah, no, I can't say that now. <laughs> um, first I'm very, very thankful to all of my subscribers. I I'm very, very, very thankful. Do not, um, uh, take, I don't take that for granted, right. uh, you know, at all. Biggest achievement has actually been able to bring on professional working voice actors who I've watched in shows that I've listened to their voice in shows and sitting side by side, uh, side by side with them, um, doing an interview with them to me, to me personally, uh, that's been one of my biggest achievements. Um, but my absolute biggest achievement is, is actually, um, voicing to me. I, again, I'm saying to me personally, my biggest achievement, which hasn't been done yet, but when I professionally am labeled as the English voice of a character in an anime, that will be my biggest achievement. But as far as my YouTube channel, my biggest achievement has been able to bring on professional working voice actors. That's awesome. I did get a chance to take a look at some of the clips and stuff, and I, I, I was like, I was actually really like thrilled about it. I was like, well, I'm gonna come back here and like probably listen through the catalog for a while because I mean, you do have a lot of valuable information on there coming from voice actors and stuff. So, it, you know, it's it's not my field of interest, but I thought it is just a good enough source for me to even start with because there is people that you're introducing that are you know names in the community so i think that was i thought that was really cool actually yeah yeah these are these are not nobodies yeah, these exactly. are like heavy hitters these are big top dogs so it's like i'm not just bringing on you know anybody onto my show i'm bringing people with that are actually working and have been in the industry for more than five years that are doing this professionally that have a lot of information to share um, and, and that's important too, because voice acting and, and it's tough to say, but it is a relationship type of business. 
Yeah. Um, and don't, I mean, obviously you have to have the talent. So it's like, if like I've made friends and connections with these people that have brought in, you know, onto my, uh, uh, YouTube channel and, and have interviewed and, um, and I don't do it for ulterior motives. No, I think that is so wrong. And um, I did it once before when I was younger, um, not with them, not with them, but just in in life, like making friends to get closer to other people or this, that and the third. Yeah. And um, and uh, I, I now know that that is very, very wrong. So when I'm being nice or I'm speaking or I'm saying something, I'm genuinely meaning it. I don't have any ulterior motives. I'm not lying to you. I'm being real. Um, and, and I want people to know that and I want people to understand that. And I think that is being authentic and that creates meaningful, um, relationships and not doing it to be selfish. When you become an unselfish person, when you become selfless, oh my gosh, dude. Um, wait, selfless, right? That's, that's yeah, a good selfless, thing, right? Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, that's when doors, man, start to open up. And, uh, to me that has shown me so much wonder. So I've made it a goal to try to be a better person. I'm not perfect. I make mistakes. That is 100% true. Um, but you know, when you make those connections, they help you. They say, Hey, um, I know a guy, um, he's good. Um, and they don't, they won't just say that. Like yeah. you, you like, because they're hurting their credibility. If they refer me and I suck at voice acting or I'm a terrible person. So there, there needs to be a balance of, of those two in there. So, um, I'm connecting with the right people and it's really only looking up from here, but there's so much more work to do, dude. There's so much that I need to learn. And I'm, 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 I'm doing all of this because I realize I'm, I don't know as much as I do. I'm not as talented as I thought I was. I'm not as good as I thought I was. So it, that was a really um, big life lesson for me. Wow. Hey, uh, I thought you, you mentioned some pretty critical things. You said, you know, like you talked about, uh, you know, just trying to learn through the process and stuff. And um, I think something that I wanted to sort of talk about because you and I both, we're, you know, we we're both Christians, you know, we both believe, mm -hmm. uh, and we have a certain way of believing. Um, and you know, I know that it plays it. The only reason why I bring it up is because I know it plays a huge role in your public persona, your channel, your brand. That's something that you've never shied away from. You've incorporated it in, in, you know, like I'm not, not a hundred percent of your content is not you know, directed towards a specific thing, but you have never, you have always incorporated, uh, an element of your faith in your content in some small bit of way, 2%, you know, 3% of your, you know, your, your, your content contains this subject or whatever. And, yeah. uh, I guess my question is how do you as yourself stay true as a person of faith? Well, well, building a public persona, because I think that's the line that that like I'm I'm walking right now is like I want to provide a, you know, a form of content that is non-biased. But at the same time, I don't want to shy away from my my belief personally, but I don't think it necessarily needs to be the forefront of the content that I'm pursuing to provide. Yeah. So first and foremost, I'm a follower of God first before I'm anything else. I'm a Christian before I'm a voice actor. Um, and that to me was so important because, dude, I totally understand what you mean. It's like, God, I want to do this. 
and you're praying about it and you're fasting about it and then you're you're battling with your mind and you're like god is this something you even want me to do is this something that you'll allow that you'll pursue and i think that's something that we got to keep in mind too because um we we got to remember that the holy spirit is 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 respectful as a gentleman um and uh god will make it very clear you know yes this is something that you'll do no this is not something that you can do and then there's times where it's like god's like do whatever you want you've already made it clear what you want to do in your life sorry, um so to me the, i'm so sorry my puppy he's he's having a moment your your your, your dogs are saying amen amen exactly. ronnie that's, preach that's it. it i'm so sorry man all right go for it no <laughs> i'm so sorry no, 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 dude, you're fine. You're fine. Um, and, uh, you know, it's something that, you know, I, I prayed about and my pastor was like, you know, Ronnie, you're going to make something of yourself. Like you got the okay. My leader, my leader at the church for almost over a decade has given me the confirmation, Ronnie, if you want to pursue it, pursue it. You know, this is, this is your dream. This is what you want to do. Um, and you have that freedom. Don't, don't ever let the church be a tripping stone for you. And, you know, my church is my home. That's my home church. That's where I found God. That's where God found me. I'll never have another church like that. And I want to um, make that pretty clear. But the fact that I got that confirmation from my leader and my pastor should give me, okay, Ronnie, God has approved it because your leader and your pastor wouldn't just say that to you. So that's where I was like, okay, I can pursue this. I can follow this and still stay true to my faith. Praying pray 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 read the bible read the scripture people you do not have any i well okay a lot of people do but praying is so so important and, and specifically i just i just want to add some context this like this is like you know the conversation that you and i are having i mean people that are in the faith understand the context in which we're which we're speaking about this right yeah people yeah. that share in the you know, in, in, in we all, sh people that share in the same faith, right? Christians. Yeah. Um, we, you know, we understand the context in which we're speaking about this. And so like, I want to make that clear too, that there are, you know, there are people that maybe they don't understand necessarily. Um, they don't understand some of the principles that we, and how we achieve, how we uh, perceive things and how we, the perspectives in which we speak about things. But, um, but to those of you that are, you know, you kind of, maybe you're hearing this and you're, you're like in the same boat as me, like where this question that you're asking, I'm asking a fellow person who's follows a faith, a fellow person who has wrestled with the same questions as I have, you know? And so I'm just I'm really grateful for the opportunity for you to get into it and dig into it like this. So I just really appreciate your, uh, your vulnerability with that, if that makes any sense. <laughs> no, it absolutely does. And uh, thank you for letting me um, speak about it. Uh, I know I don't want to go like, you know, too, too, too deep into it, but um, just uh, how do I stay true to, you know, my, my, myself as a person and, and as a follower and a person of faith? Yes. Um, just praying, um, praying and, and reading scripture and just reminding myself who I am first. Um, and then just, you know, um, telling God like, you know, hey, God, this is just acting. This isn't who I am, you know, um, so um, I pray before, you know, I voice a character. Now, there is something, um, there is some times where I won't do something, um, but uh, I I, uh, I know that that's uh, probably a question you have a little bit further, so um, I'll stay a little silent on that part if it gets brought up, but um, 
if if I had to narrow it down to one word, it would be praying. Wow. Yeah, and I know that sounds cliche, but no, it's, it, no, it's it's true. It's it's you know, like if you know, if all the if all the times I've heard that and to not expect that answer from you today, you know, it's it, it just kind of rings more true. If that makes sense. Yeah. 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 No, absolutely. I, <laughs> um, <laughs> man, I'm sorry if I'm stumping you. I'm, I'm, you know. Anyways, let's move on. <laughs> oh man. Um, uh, here's one. Here's another question. Um, do you think that uh, that there are advantages or disadvantages uh, because of your faith when it, in regards to obviously you know YouTube and voice acting? Yeah, um, it, it really is. There is definitely a lot of advantages and there's definitely a lot of disadvantages. So uh, the great thing is, is uh, we do live in the United States of America um, and our amendments are super important. Um, and we have that freedom of speech. We have that freedom of religion. And surprisingly, dude, Zach, I'm not joking with you. A lot of people, to my surprise, have been like, dude, you're a Christian? That's awesome. Wow. They're like, dude, I love you even more now that you're a Christian because um, they there'd be people that would come from my friend um, uh, Serenity's YouTube channel and they, they would hear they, because I was um, I got really popular by voicing a character. Well, a friend of mine, she would always leave in my outtakes and stuff like that. Yeah. And I think people really fell in love with um, my personality. Um, and obviously, number one, the voice acting skills. Um, and they were like, dude, this guy, Riley's like a really funny guy. He's really awesome. Um, I want to check out his channel. And I would have people in my comment sections that would be like, dude, you're a Christian? I love you even more now. You instantly got a subscriber from me. And I was like, what? the heck dude and i messes them back and they're like yeah dude you know i've always like felt like as a christian you couldn't pursue this because of this that and the third and the number one thing that we got to keep in mind is god wants his people everywhere you know whether you're a plumber you're a soccer player you're a, a shoemaker you're a, a a baker you're a, a, a movie star a musician like god uses his people everywhere and um, to me, if if I can inspire people um, being a voice actor, um, that's a Christian. Um, that's awesome. So that's an advantage. Um, definitely is when you put God first. God puts. Um, it's like it says in the scripture: uh, when we put God first, the things of our heart will be um, given to us. Yeah. Um, and I can't quote the scripture name, which I'm actually really ashamed about right now, and I'm gonna beat myself <laughs> no, I'm up. I'm with you. I'm an average fellow when it comes to my, when it comes to memorizing the addresses. Oh, there's so many scriptures. Uh, so uh, that's definitely an advantage, but there's also disadvantages. And uh, disadvantages would be like you know, um, it, it uh, number one thing it's like um, there's things that I won't do. Um, you know, like I, I, I won't, uh, voice, um, any, any sexual, um, super sexual content. Um, I won't, um, I, I, I want to try my best to steer away from any form of cussing. Um, and sometimes it it sucks because we have to respect script writers and, um, script writers, um, very underrated. Um, and sometimes they write something and that to them is their entire work. So when you, you disrespect that kind of form, um, it can cause conflicts. Um, I haven't heard of, of any too bad, but at the same time too, uh, I think the delivery of, 
there are certain times where a character might cuss and that's something that I'm not comfortable doing um, yeah. and it could possibly lose me the job. Um, but I haven't had it happen so far. So um, thank God for that. But um, there, there, there might be a time where it does happen. Um, but at the end of the day, I mean, we gotta, we gotta remember that. Um, and I, I don't want to bash on, on, on any Christian films. Cause I think they're super great and they're awesome. And I think they're reaching a lot of people. Are you but sure about times that? Where- <laughs> Cause I, I, I will, I will bash on them. <laughs> now, now uh, then you can uh, totally agree with what I'm about to say. Yeah. I've always had the issue with Christian movies are very corny and I'm like, dude, that doesn't happen in real life. Like, dude, like when me and my, my, my friends were actually speaking about this and, and they've, they've wanted to make a Christian film. They're like, but they're like, dude, I want to make an R rated Christian film. I want it to be bloody. I want there to be cussing. I want there to be, you know, sexual stuff like this is what's really going on in the world like this is sin this is a stuff that bible the the bible speaks about and the bible talks about so you know to me it's like you know um i i always pray and i say god you know this is an opportunity presented to me if this is from you lord then allow me to play it but if it's not then okay and um but at the end of the day you know I, I'm in the acting, uh, I'm in the theater ministry for the church and we do things where, you know, we throw women on the ground or we, um, yell at them or we do a certain thing. And, and God obviously is like, okay, those actions aren't right. But at the end of the day, we're displaying a certain type of emotion that way it gets through to people and people are like, yeah, dude. I've, that's happened to me. I've been beaten. I've been hit. I've been spit on. I've been cussed at. I've been raped. I've been molested. Now, we're not molesting or raping people, but I mean, those are things that seriously happen in the world. Drug abuse, over overdoses, and, uh, drug so, addicts, gang violence. And when you, you talk know, about like, like theater, theater ministry, you talk about like you guys, you guys create a theatrical performance to raise awareness around the subject. And you also incorporate, you know, your faith in that theatrical performance, right? Is that correct? Absolutely. Okay. Yes. So, cause that's, that's, um, that's, yeah. you know, if people listening don't understand church, if you're choke church folk, yeah. you know, what's going on in yeah. theater ministry, you know what I'm saying? You know, what's going on, yeah. you know, yeah. but if, yeah, if, yeah, yeah, no, definitely. But if you're not, you know, if you're not a, a church person, this is kind of like, you know, typically what happens is there'll be a gr- someone will organize um, a like I like like I said a theatrical performance that is uh, created around a message uh, for you know s- some particular reason, whatever it may be, and um, that's what Riley's talking about. Anyways, um, moving. So you so. I'm sorry for interrupting. I just wanted to make sure that people kind of like who are hearing kind of get an idea of what like what we were talking about if they didn't necessarily get it you know (laughs) yeah no definitely um but you were you were saying though that um that so we're getting into like sort of the the disadvantages of 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 this message i'm sorry like we were did you yeah we were talking about the yeah um i guess that's uh Sometimes I, I get a little too uh, in love with what I'm talking about, and I can sometimes ramble on a little bit too much. Um, there is advantages um, because, like I said, you know, um, the the ability that 
God has humbled me with, um, has created a personality that people trust me. Right. And okay. People want to work with me. Um, and, um, with that, I've been able to be called back more or being told I want to work with. I have never, um, actually there is one person that I worked with, um, that doesn't want to work with me anymore because I said something irresponsibly because I was young and I was stupid. Um, and that's the only time anybody has ever not really wanted to work with me. And I owned up to it. I apologized to them. I said, I was sorry. Um, but unfortunately they, they didn't want to work with me anymore. And that was totally fine. I totally understand that. Um, and then, uh, but I've been able to create a, an amazing personality, friendly, outgoing. And because of that, that's happened because of God. God put me and created a, a new version of me that I never thought that I could be. And that's helped me um, uh, meet people um, and uh, get called back to do auditions or play characters because people want to work with me. Yeah. And 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 uh, my talent isn't as great as other people, but because I'm easy to work with, yeah. um, that has given me an advantage. A disadvantage is because of my faith, I won't do certain things that other people will want to do. Right? Does and that make sense? No, it, ma- it makes perfect. It makes perfect sense. I, I get what you're saying, and yeah. like going along with the lines of like you talked about, your friends like wanting to make like the provide some kind of content that has more reality of it, maybe a little more explicit material to handle. Um, but yeah. to, but to share a story about it. And, um, I totally, I get what I understand their feeling because I feel like a lot of times maybe the church has sheltered, uh, sheltered people, uh, so much to a point that the reality is anything outside of the four walls can be a little hard to, you know, outside of church, anything outside of the church community can be a little hard to, um, maybe not, I don't want to say entertain, but, but to, um, think through because just a little bit of maybe, like I said, too much protection in that. And like over the years, I guess as I'm growing up, I, I, I respect, um, I respect my church tremendously and I respect like everything that they do. And it's just been so appreciative of how, you know, pursuing something like this where I want to like, um, you know, have, have people who are not Christians on, but not necessarily, um, you, you know, I want to just be a normal person with them and have the conversation and not let that be affected by my second, you know, my, not my second, but my first beliefs that I think not necessarily need to be, you know, talked about every single episode and said on every single thing, but it is a personal part of my life. Right. So, it's just like one of those things, like I appreciate the fact that people like, you know, uh, more than ever now, like I just, I think I've reached a point in my own life where that's kind of how I am, you know, like we're just where I am as a person. And I think a lot of, uh, Christians probably need to reach that point in their own like life where they're comfortable with understanding, like, this is my faith. This is what I believe. Right. And there's a professional and there is a faith person, 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 I don't want to say personality, but but there is a professional side of the of relations and then there's the face side of relations right and so like i'm 
a kind of like exploring that a little bit. And I feel like that's kind of something that you've demonstrated a lot in your channel because I've seen all of the content. I've seen not all. I mean, I'm not saying I've seen all, but I've seen a lot of the content that you've did historically that you incorporated that me and you have even, I've been in the same room as you when you were working on material that, you know, was, you know, Christian by nature, but like maybe it wasn't related to your personal channel, but like, you know, I've been around those kinds of things and vice versa. You've done the same thing with me. I used to be a pastor. And so you were involved in some of the things that I organized, you've witnessed and stuff like that. And so, you, you know, the reality is that it's super important to us, but at the same time, like the professional side of things, you know, is what I'm trying to explore and how do I present that to the wider audiences that may not agree with my personal, you know, my personal opinions, right? My personal faith. Yeah. And um, so um, I just want to say, you know, like I'm grateful that, uh, you know, today it's, I'm more than, I'm more comfortable than ever exploring that today um, because of the church that I've, you know, I have now which in the past had, hasn't been like that Christian community can be a little, uh, you know, a little, you know, a little, I guess, uh, how do I say it? Conservative about ideas and thought. Right. But, um, but if I think we're trying to pursue it and do it in the best of our ability and to provide something of value to other listeners and stuff like that. And, you know, I think it's hopefully done in good faith, you know, if that makes any sense. <laughs> Absolutely, dude. Um, and I think there's people got to keep in mind as the scripture teaches us, there is a time and place for everything. So um, with the world is brutal. It is dangerous um, and it is not perfect. We live in a fallen world, but um, there is hope um, and his name is Jesus. And um, we got to keep those those things definitely in mind when we um, are pursuing anything, whether it's ministry or it's the outside world. But um, as you said, the Christian community can be closed-minded at times. At times, that's all. You know. At times, at times. But there is a lot of open-mindedness, and I've never met any other kind and type of person as, as I've met Christians that are very open, loving, and respecting. They went... Um, the most open-minded people that I've, I've ever been around, 100%. But there's a couple of super radicals. <laughs> but I don't know. That kind of sounds a little harsh saying. Um, but, yeah. We're looking at you, Westboro. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyways, uh, next question. I think this is, this is a more relevant way of asking. Um what do you um how have you navigated the potential like misunderstandings of uh like biased against your faith and like regards to the content that you create so because i feel like this is something that like you know like you you know you present something to the world and then you're like hey i know maybe you don't necessarily agree with it but like how do you respond to maybe people that don't agree with your content you know yeah, open conversation. Um, I luckily I um, I haven't um, actually experienced it a lot more than I thought I was. I've actually experienced more people that actually agree with me. Wow. But for the minor times that I have, um, I've always kept in mind there's a time and place for everything. Mm -hmm. So it's it's more of like 
like for example, I I posted a video about you know uh, my Christian faith, and someone was like, "Hey, I don't think that you should be posting that." Um, and I kind of responded, and I was like, "Hey, you know, um, thanks so much for co commenting. Um, I just um, I, I'm a follower of the faith, and um, I I am exercising my First Amendment right, um, and just as freely as I am to speak about things um, that." you might like um and both of us like i'm also able to speak about things that i like that you don't um and this is my youtube channel it's not anyone else's it's mine so i can post with whatever i want on here um i'd love to have a conversation and they responded and they were like dude i didn't even think that you were actually going to respond to me uh, i think that's super cool of you um and they kind of shared their thoughts and i shared my thoughts and um for the times that that's happened through um, through keyboard, so it wasn't face to face. It was uh, they commented on my YouTube channel. I commented back. For the times that I have expressed my faith um, and someone's disagreed with me in person, um, there's always been uh, a time where um, you gotta stand your ground, um, and uh, it hasn't led into any bad altercations thank god but i've always chosen i don't say things uh just to say them i've always been very cautious of when and where i say certain things because i know how the, those conversations are led so it's like if i'm in a you know a, a group setting and um someone has misunderstood what i've said i've always you know explained it and they've explained their um conversations and then we go on from there yeah. surprisingly a lot of people they they think that if you disagree uh i i don't know religiously or politically that you can't be friends and that is completely untrue completely completely untrue, untrue. completely untrue mm -hmm. so i've always uh, been able to um quickly clean up any kind of misunderstanding with a simple conversation that's all it takes that's all it takes all it takes that's all it takes um, and, uh, in the industry, um, no one really cares about your faith or, or, and, and that's not saying a bad thing. They just care if you could do the job. Exactly. That's all they care about. They're like, Hey, you know, you love God. That's awesome. That's amazing. But can you, can you voice this character or can you get this point across? That's, that's really all that they're that they care about because when it's business time, it's business time. And if you have conversations on the side, it totally happens. Um, and I don't think that that renders any kind of relationship. Um, but at the same time too, you don't want to burn your bridges before you even start walking, um, across. So, um, there comes a point where it's like, um, you're trying to learn when and where to speak. Does that make sense? No, yeah, it makes perfect sense. I totally get it. Yeah. Because there's a, like you said, a time and place for everything professionally, you know, I'm not going to lead with, Hey, you know, would you like to hear about my Lord and savior? You know, like I'm not gonna, <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to give yeah. them a sales pitch right when I meet them. That's not the thing. And that's not, that's not my goal. Yeah. You know, I know we're talking about this specifically in this episode, but that's because I've, you know, you as the guest, have experienced this personally and this is a first-hand account of your experience through this 
And, you know, I'm asking, the, I'm asking these questions based upon your experience because I, I figured that you're the guy that I could ask these questions to because you've obviously ran this chorus before I have, right? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. that's that's kind of like, you know, that's the reasoning by you know behind these questions that, that I'm asking today. Um, and I, I thought it would be foolish of me not to take advantage of the opportunity. Um, move, move, kind of staying along that same thread. Um, what are your thoughts on like cancel culture? Do you feel that Christian content creators should expect to be affected by, uh, like cancel culture or is this like sort of something that, um, is really not really looked at or considered when it comes to Christian content on like YouTube and, and popular platforms? Yeah. So, uh, YouTube is really, um, this is it's a pretty <clears throat> so youtube has gotten really sensitive um in a lot of things not only just christians but you know other things as well um you know you can get flagged or demonetized for jumping in a pool because it could be flagged as inappropriate or dangerous um or you could say something that someone else doesn't agree with and that's why people got to understand First Amendment rights. But um, companies and industries are separated from the government. So the government can't come in and say, hey, you need to let these people do this or say this because that's not the way that it's it's formed in this country. There's a separation between those two. So if a, if a company says, hey, you can't say these things – you can't say those things. That's their business. It's their company. Yeah. They can do and say whatever they want. And we have to understand that. Um, but at the same time, too, um, you know, it's like YouTube has opened the doors for so many different type of people. Um, I mean, it ranges from people baking cakes to gardening to cars, to sports, to movies, to musicians. Um, so I don't think there's a lot of things that people as Christian content creators need to worry about because Christians are very gentle and respectful and loving. So a lot of the times they don't make content that's questionable. The only thing that I could think of at the top of my head is uh, they they could be flagged or demonetized for um, expressing the uh, a religion that others might not agree with or something like that. But I haven't heard any stories about it or have heard any content creators that are Christians yeah. say that they've been demonetized or that their their viewership has been, you know, uh, hit. But YouTube uh, is is very strict on these things now, um, and, and to be honest, I think a lot of this has to do with they don't really have a solid competitor, so they kind of do whatever they want because who's gonna compete with YouTube? Right. Yeah. Who who's gonna compete with that kind of platform? Um, and I know that might be stretching it a little too far, and it might be overthinking it, but. Um, I love YouTube. I'm thankful for what it's done for me in in my life and my career. Um, and uh, I don't think people need. I think the problem is people overthink. Yeah. And 
And it's I think not that's, a big issue. I feel like that's, well, that's a good thing that you, a good perspective that you brought up because I feel like a lot of people today would feel like, you know, like, especially with this whole coronavirus thing going on, you know, now the crazy thing that you have to realize is that, you know, this idea about our first amendment right being thrown around, it's becoming more of a relevant conversation, you know? And, yeah. and so for me, it's kind of like one of these things where, um, you know, it just, it's more productive to have a reasonable conversation about somebody's thoughts, you know, and not be, and, and if it's not necessarily, um, providing a, um, a, you know, an opportunity to hear like, or to listen to the other person's thoughts, then it's not necessarily constructive, a constructive conversation. So, um, for me, it's just like, you know, like allowing this, that, sort of to take place in the podcast and allowing people just to share their thoughts, you know, and me hear it. Like I just continue to say that because it's really important to me because, you know, like I'm glad you mentioned that you don't really feel like there's a threat towards the Christian content that, you know, that cancel culture or like this sort of thought about around it. I'm glad you shared that perspective because I think, you know, sometimes the idea that you get with media is that we're under attack, you know, and our, we're, you know, they're, they're, they're not letting me voice my opinion. And I think that's, it's clear that, you know, like the platform has treated you well. And you, like you said, you really haven't ran into that. And it's, you know, I'm, I'm glad that that's the shared the experience that you've had, you know? Um, but um, moving on with this, uh, what are maybe some practices that Christian content creators can implement to like better position themselves during a era of cancel calls, cancel culture? Can you repeat that one more time? <laughs> I'm sorry. I kind of, I kind of broke up. Yeah, no, no, it's all good. Uh, so what are, what are some like best practices Christian content creators can implement to better position themselves during a era of cancel culture, because I feel like it's not just, it's, I'm not saying that Christian content creators are specifically being attacked. I'm just saying that I feel like the content, you know, because it is a specific view of how we view life, that it is a, you know, possible reason for other people to disagree with. Right. Um, yeah. So I feel like maybe that, um, you know, like sometimes like as a person who provides content, how do you, what are some practices that you do to protect yourself from possibly, you know, falling to one of these, you know, cancel culture things? Because there have been people that, you know, obviously people have received, you know, they've said things that have changed their lives and stuff like that forever. And especially like, if you've seen in the last few weeks, a lot of people's lives have been changed because of the videos that they're posting, that they get caught in posting something racist that comes out of their mouth, you know, and forever these people's lives are changed because of this content, right. That has come out. And, um, I feel like, you know, you know, obviously I'm not saying that this is what you've done, you know, obviously that you've never done anything of the sort, but you know, like, it just seems like there is a possibility for like, you know, if you, you know, it could, somebody could get caught on the wrong day. If that makes any sense. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, we, but the thing is, is that there's so many people that they, they just act like they're perfect. Yeah. Um, and they act like they've never done anything wrong in their life. They've acted like they've never said anything wrong in their, in their life. Now there is like a, a moral standard, like us as humans, like our, our laws and rules and, 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 um, justice is far different from 
God's rules, God's justice. Um, God's justice is absolute. Like we can't undermine that at all. But, you know, there's there's so many people like for us, like if we murder someone to human standard, that's bad. Like you don't kill people. You don't rape people, you don't rob, you don't steal, you don't kidnap, you don't do all of these super extreme things. Like you don't drive 95 in a 25 mile per hour zone. You don't go blow up a school or you don't go and like, uh, uh, you know, flip your car with people in it, you know, just for like, I mean, we have rules and we have these laws um, and standards. Um, and it kind of gets to the point where it's like, okay, well, who you know, makes up these laws, you know, whose standards are we living by? Like, are we living by your morals or are we living by someone else's morals or are we living by the laws of our land or are we living by this? Like what, what, it doesn't make sense that, you know, we live in a free country and we have that first amendment, right. And people seem to just magically forget about it. And it's like, oh, well, you can't say that. And, and people got to understand that, just because you're a friend offended or you're upset by something someone says doesn't mean that you being offended or upset is more important than that person's right to speak about that subject or about a topic or about what they believe in or what they think is right or what they think is wrong. They have that right to speak it just as you have the right to be upset about it uh, or be offended about it. Um, it do one doesn't nullify one doesn't trump the other. They they don't nullify one another. They're both equally just as important. But our amendment is is that we have that freedom of speech. We have that right because if people start being upset and offended by everything. We're not allowed to speak or say, what's the point of language anymore? What's the point of talking if something's going to offend somebody? Like, I know that sounds really extreme, but I mean, people got to think about that stuff. Like, are we going to get to that situation? I don't know. Maybe not. But you have so many people that are getting upset by you just saying like, oh, that's lame. And they're like, oh, well, you know, yeah. <laughs> it reminds me of the word um, lame as in being paralyzed and I'm paralyzed. So now I don't like that word. So it's like, you know, it, it, if like we're, I don't know, let's say, for example, like you're like, hey, Ronnie, um, I, I, I kind of don't like, you know, you know, talking about like my face because I have a scar and it's very embarrassing. Um, you know, can we just kind of stay away from that? And like, it's you and I hanging out with a friends, dude, I'd have no problem not talking about that. Or it's like, Hey Ronnie, like, you know, I don't like being called Ryan. I like being called, uh, Edgar, you know, can you call me that? Sure, dude, no problem. Um, or it's like, you know, uh, like for example, like there's a really big issue going on with, uh, you know, transgenderism or, um, you know, people believing that they're male or female and, I hate politics. I, I think it's super annoying, but I think it's very important for us to understand what's going on and to do our research and to actually be informed about things. I don't want to say that people are dumb. I just want to say that they're they're misinformed and they're not um, informed correctly. Um, but if we're in a political stance and it's like present your argument and they'll present their argument. I'm going to present my argument whether the person likes it or not. But if like if we're hanging out, we're chilling and someone's like, hey, man, like and I speak on behalf of myself. I don't speak on behalf of anyone else. Mm -hmm. uh, let's say, for example, Ryan was born a guy, but he feels like his name is Sally and he feels like he's a woman. 
if he was like, hey, you know, I feel like I'm a woman. I would like for you to call me Sally. Sure. No problem at all. Mm -hmm. Why? Because I'm picking my battles wisely. I'm choosing the appropriate time to disagree. And and at that point, it's like you're just being a jerk, dude. Like why? Like what is so hard with you just being like, you know, calling them Sally or Mrs. or whatever. But if we were getting on to the political stance of it, I would state my opinion and how right. I feel about that. Right. Because I don't think the government has the right to tell me, if you don't say that, we're going to find you and you're going to get thrown in jail. That's where I'm like, no, I draw yeah. the line right there. And I think that the thing is too, is like one thing that we've been exploring, like at our, at our, in the church that I've been attending is that like relational relationship is everything before you even get into that kind of those sorts of conversations, you know, like a, the reason why podcasting is important because there's a bit of humanity that's involved in the conversation because, you know, we've been talking for an hour now and it's like, you know, I've, I've, you know, listeners get to hear you, hear your perspective. And it's not just like a, a sound bite of two seconds, you know, like, oh, you don't, you just hear my opinion kind of thing, right? Um, it's not like that. It's like there's humanity that's involved before you get into, before you disagree, whatever does not, uh, unify i guess the global pop i don't know how you want to say, i don't know how you get into it but like you know some things are better off left off but some things are better left unsaid if that makes any sense yes because you had said like at some point like you're just being a jerk if you don't participate like at a certain a certain level of professionalism right and i feel like that's something yeah. that like you know like you're talking about and it's like i agree with you 100 percent that there is a time and place and that like it's all it's all relational as far as like you know, how you approach these subjects and how you, how you have these conversations that are maybe tough, tougher topics. Because I think that, you know, if you take out the humanity of it and you just look at the issue, then you totally, you know, you totally miss, miss the mark because that person has now been just, you know, erased. Cause you're not looking at the person, you're just looking at the issue, you know? Yes, absolutely. That's what I don't want to get lost. I don't want let I don't want humanity to get lost between the issues. I want it to be, you know, to at least be seen and to be to be seen, you know, and so hopefully that's kind of and I really appreciate your perspective because that's kind of like what you're sharing with me is like, hey, you know, like and that's something that you know, like we I think it's time for at least pop culture for the greater good of humanity for us to sort of like move towards. Um because at that point, it's like you're not, nobody's, you're not, you know, there's a saying where I always say, like, either you're helping or you're hurting us, sort of situation, you know? And I think a lot yeah. of times, yeah, yeah, yeah. um, that, that's kind of like, you know, I hope that, I think, I hope we would take up that perspective. Like, how, what can I say to help this, 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 this conversation instead of putting a roadblock in it or putting a stumbling block between a, a perspective, you know? And I think that's the, the thing that you've been practicing and I really appreciate that. <clears throat> Moving on with the, <laughs> no problem. <laughs> oh man. No, it's well, cause you know, I've, I've seen, I've seen you handle, you know, being in on YouTube for God, I don't know how many years now. And like, I've, it's just uh it's a cool thing to see, you know, like I don't have any, any hard or bad feelings or words to say about you. Every time I usually turn around, it's, you know, it's generally good stuff that you're putting on, on your channel and it's good content. It's like valuable content. I'm not just saying that because like you said, like you have talent or you don't. Right. So it's, you know, like, and that's something that I've, you know, I seen, I was like, wow, this is a local guy who's doing this. And, um, you know, it's awesome to see that. Um, Keep moving on with this, uh, the, with the, uh, some of the questions here. Um, 
what uh you know as a as the as a content creator what what is something that you want to see sort of um develop more in the stuff that you work on like how what are some of the like the future things that you're like looking at and you'd say critically look at your content and say um you know this is what i want to develop in is it more like the video stuff or more i know you said voice acting but as far as like i guess as a youtuber specifically is a question that i'm directing to you yeah i would like to create my own um animation show i think that would be amazing um to write it have like a full production get a director get actors get casting directors get script writers create a show animate it and put it on my youtube channel i think that would be an amazing an amazing an amazing um thing that i would i super look forward into doing uh when that will happen i'm not too sure um i don't want to um uh, a hopeless dreamer um, so I want to focus on what I need to be focusing on at the moment. And then when that time comes, do it. Yeah. Um, and, and also be able to do more interviews. Um, uh, I look very forward into making those, um, quicker, more simpler, um, and shorter, um, that way, uh, they hit the major, major points fastly. Information is getting out quick. Um, and I'm able to bring more people onto, uh, the YouTube channel. Those are two things that I'm looking really forward to making my own animation, uh, show and, uh, bringing more, uh, professional voice actors onto the YouTube channel through interview or podcast or, um, whatever type of platform. Awesome. Awesome. Hey, man, I think we talked about a lot of things today. Yes. Yes, we did. <laughs> we talked about a lot of different topics. A lot of different things, man. Hey, I just want to say thank you again for uh, jumping on the podcast, uh, you know, talking with us about some important subjects. Well, important subjects to me, at least. You know, I, I really appreciate it. If anything, I know at the end of the day, like I have a reference to go back to and see how I can, you know, handle some of these, some of the, uh, the future Definitely. content issues you know navigating the waters with it but uh once again i just want to say thank you um hey is there any um if you want to shout out any of the stuff that you're working on your youtube instagram all that stuff uh whatever you want if you want to just take the opportunity to do that now that'd be great yeah definitely so um i i have my social media handles everything is riley chase fox so it's simple easy for you to remember uh if you're on instagram riley chase fox if you're on twitter riley chase fox if you're on snapchat riley chase fox if you're on youtube it's riley chase fox um the only thing i kind of keep private is my facebook um i don't really have a uh, um a facebook page uh maybe in the future i will but uh right now i just have my private handler and and i kind of want to keep that separate separate from my professional field so um you can find me uh riley chase fox spelled r-i-l-e-y c-h-a-s-e-f-o-x um on any of those platforms um if you want to check me out you definitely can a couple of projects that i'm working on right now are just uh some interviews um that i've uh i've done recently uh with a couple of voice actors um I've already posted the first parts for both of them. Uh, that's Madison Bruneller and Karina Becker. Um, they're amazingly talented uh, actresses. They're awesome people. Uh, 
if you guys want to check that out, you totally, totally can. If not, that's totally fine. I'm just going to go home and uh, cry myself to sleep. I'm just joking. <laughs> <I'm not. laughs> but uh, that's as simple as, as it could possibly be right now and um, just kind of what's going on uh, with me. Um, taking a lot of professional uh, acting training classes. You have to take acting classes. You need to train yourself. Um, and the reason why I'm doing that is because I'm putting a commercial demo together to get – I'm putting a commercial demo together um, and I'm getting professionally trained for that. Um, in fact, I actually have a class uh, on Wednesday for that, and that's awesome. And I look forward to those every single um, week, and they're amazing. And I'm learning so much, and I'm meeting so many different people. But uh, there is some things that I am doing that I can't talk about, unfortunately, uh, because non-disclosure forms and all of that um, amazing things. But uh that's it. Uh, I'm very thankful that I was a part of this podcast. I didn't think I was cool enough yet, but uh, apparently to Zach, I am. <laughs> man, no, you're really cool. No, no, dude. Yeah, you are cool, man. You are cool, dude. You know, it's so funny, though, as I, I kind of messed up, though. I uh, I accidentally played the outro music like way too early, so. <laughs> oh, okay. It's okay. No, I, um, I didn't time it right, but it's okay. Well, Okay. I guess it's you know and, uh, what a, what a way to end the show because I did the intro twice right might as well do the the sign off twice. <laughs> How dare you mess up twice, Zach? Do you know who I am? I'm just kidding. Riley Chase Fox, <laughs> man. All right, buddy. Well, thank you so much for being on the show. I really appreciate it. Hey, you guys know where to find us at all the uh, podcast platforms. We'll see you guys later. Peace. Peace. Deuces. So, uh, 